Hey, Rope Droppers, for your next Disney Dream Vacation, we want to recommend our favorite travel agent, Michelle McKnight, with MEI Travel. And if you want her to do an amazing job booking your trip, let us know on Facebook or Twitter and we'll put you in touch. Now, time for the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman. Of course, I got the Disney dentist, Dr. Doug, with me. And Doug, I know that you and everybody else who have been Disney fanatics have heard the big news, and that's the Tower of Terror in Disneyland, California Adventure, will be closing in January to become the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. What are your thoughts on that? I am excited. Oh, see, and there's where we differ. I I am ready for the... Twilight Zone theming is really cool. It's really well done. I spend 20 minutes before, 20 minutes after trying to explain it to my kids still. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, my kids will get. Like, even Claire, I mean, she loves Rocket Raccoon. There's a cartoon on Disney XD. It's going to be in the theaters again. It's going to be around, so it's great. Uh, It's not an overlay. People keep calling it an overlay and... Wondering, when's it going to turn back into Tower of Terror? Looking at the artwork and the description Joe Rohde was giving in that video on the Disney blog, like, uh, this is not an overlay. This is a redo. Um, And I think it's going to be awesome. See, I I disagree. It's one of those rides that um, I remember when they were building it. I went uh, the year, uh, a few months before it was finished. I was really bummed out and then got to go back and ride it. And it's one of those rides that made a huge impression on me as a kid. I try to try to get back to it every time I can, and and I love it. That drop it it gets me every time. The theming is great, so I'm I'm really sad. I understand. Walt Disney himself said these parks are never going to stop growing and changing. So I get why Disney is doing it now that they own the Marvel property and they can bring it into California. Uh, so it's going to be it'll be cool. I'll definitely ride it. I'll check it out. I'll give you um give you my uh, in-depth review, but it is hard for me because I definitely love the Tower of Terror. It's, it's kind of a staple, especially in the corner at California Adventure. You kind of see it and hear it throughout the park, and then you kind of, all of a sudden, boom, it's there, right? And that, and I, I think it's got a nice little sweet spot, uh, except it is a little close to the Bugs area with the Bugs Land with the little kids. So uh, yeah. maybe the Marvel theming, they'll do a little bit more with that. Um, yeah, you know, I think... I wouldn't be as thrilled about it if they were doing it at both Tower of Terrors. I like keeping Tower of Terror as Tower of Terror in in Florida, but changing up the California one. um, One, because they can do it legally a lot easier with the Marvel characters because of the side of the Mississippi they're on. Um, But I think if they were switching both, I'd be be a little more bittersweet. I'd still be excited. Um, Plus the California one, you know, they, it just goes up and down. It doesn't have that extra dimension of motion like Florida. So Florida is the better Tower of Terror. That, so yep, they're absolutely. they're redoing the one that's not quite. It was built on the cheap, so to speak. So I'm okay with that. And at the end of that video, Joe Rody alludes to, "I'm going to keep you informed on what's more to come with Marvel." As if I I wouldn't be surprised if the um, Monsters Inc. ride goes by the wayside. Um, the Mad Tea Party stage area probably going to be gone. And then you mentioned the Bugs Land. I don't know if they could get rid of all of Bugs Land that easily without replacing with something similar, but 
man, a Captain America little Ferris wheel would be exciting too, wouldn't it? If if they and that's the thing, I'm really hoping that um, they take this uh, property, this Marvel property, and really do it right. If they're going to change just the Tower of Terror for Guardians. Ah, but if they're changing that side of the park, maybe acquiring a little bit more land, adding some more attractions to, you know, become an Avenger and, and you know, really uh, get some of those other characters in there for the MCU, I'm I'm on board. Um, I mm-hmm. felt like the Bugs Land was a little dated the last time we took our kids there. I would love to see uh, see some Marvel stuff in there. I know with in Florida, they're really targeting Toy Story and adding that for mm-hmm. the little ones in the studios. And then we haven't even mentioned, I mean, they're doing all of Star Wars over in uh, California I, or not, and, 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 and Disneyland. I don't even understand how they're going to acquire property and squeeze all of that in there as well. So it's they don't, they don't have a impressive. lot of land in California. No, I think they're up against a street um, behind Tower of Terror there. And the Star Wars area, there's aerial photos now, and people are kind of laying it out for you online. And um, they're they're moving a service road and all kinds of stuff to put Star Wars back there. And they moved wa- bodies of water as well. Um, Only Disney yeah, can I, just move bodies of water to make room gonna for move it. a body of water that's, to build a park. Darn and that's it. the great thing about having all that land in Florida versus – uh, mm-hmm. California. I mean, that's why Walt Disney himself scouted out the Florida property because you just have so little room to work with out west. And yeah, I'm so I'm really interested to see what what all they can do with the limited space that they have. Yeah, I'm excited. So this is a great segue into today's topic, which is something we talk about a lot because we love doing it. But that's doing kid free Disney trips, the Tower of Terror, more of an adult friendly ride. Uh, targeted more for teens and adults and so it's one that you can't take your little kids on and I know Jim Gaffigan has a great stand-up bit about even the the people who go to Disney World without kids they make the Comic-Con people look crazy so uh, let's talk a little bit about it we uh, we both love doing it but uh, why do you love going to Disney without kids why would you recommend it well it's a whole different experience and I'm still a kid at heart I'm told so you get to do some things that you just can't do with your kids and you get to move at a different pace. You get to experience just in a whole different way. Um, the biggest drawback about going without your kids is there are those moments where you're like, man, Sam would really like this and Alden would love this. and Oh, Claire would have, she would have just really enjoyed this. But you know what? They're spoiled and they're going to go again. They've already been. It, it's our adult time. Lots of people will think that their adult-only trips need to be Las Vegas or Cancun, something like that. But we're not gamblers. Um, we don't like to sit on a beach. We like to have things to do. Disney is a place where you can go and you pay your park ticket for that whole day's admission. And you have entertainment from the time you get up till the time you want to go to bed. Um, you don't have to worry about logistics of getting around an adult-only trip to New York City, you're buying a Broadway ticket, you're buying museum passes, you're buying all your dinners, where at Disney, it actually is fairly economical when you run the numbers. Um, for my wife's 30th birthday, we uh, went to Disney. We we priced out New York and and um, Hawaii, and Disney was so much cheaper um, that it just wasn't even a conversation after a little while. Plus, we love Disney. Uh, I think we priced out the other stuff just so that people couldn't uh, say, Oh, you go there all the time. No wonder. We're like, well, we looked at New York, but it was going to cost more. Absolutely. And for our honeymoon, I mean, we looked at all the nice resorts and beaches 
and we're doers. My wife and I, we uh, we like to go. We we're not our relaxing is on Tower of Terror, uh, is on the rock and roller coaster, is on all the rides. That's how we relax. And so if you're like us. Uh, and just love the adventure of just doing fun things. Um, Disney World is a great place to go. And what's nice about not having kids there is you don't have to worry about nap time. You can go at the pace. You can do the rides that you want to do. I know uh, this last time it was tough because my uh, daughter was under the 40 inches. She was 38 inches. And it's like, oh, there's a couple rides I want to take her on, but she's too little, but I still want to do. Uh, I had to convince my wife into letting me do uh uh, a couple rides without her, um, so and we had to swap, do the kid swap, which was great. But how much nicer is it that you can both do a ride together? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just adults, we did, we did our honeymoon uh, way back in 2002, and then we went again just a few years ago for a 30th birthday. I won't say exactly how many years ago. She'd probably not appreciate that. Then we did a run Disney event. Uh, we did the Princess Half Marathon on. You know, that's another reason to go without kids is for the special events. Run Disney is definitely a huge part of that. They There's stuff to do the whole weekend of the events. Uh, we've had our kids at a Run Disney event. They do have kids races, but i tell you what, uh, Runner's Expo is a lot more enjoyable when you don't have a six-year-old saying, can we leave, can we leave, can we leave? You know, you actually get to do what you want. Um, so Run Disney's great for adults only, and also Food and Wine Festival or Flower and Garden Festival. Um, you can't just spend all day going from booth to booth at the Food and Wine Festival if you have three kids. I mean, they would just be bored to tears and driving you bananas. So why not do an adult-only trip and do that then? Epcot, I know we've joked around about it before because I've never taken my kids to Epcot, but we are this February. We are planning on it, especially now that Frozen's there, and that's a whole nother topic, but Epcot, we like to take our time. We like to go to, uh, you know, France and Japan and try cuisine, and I know our kids would be so bored sitting in the stroller uh, just as we soak up in the culture. They want to do the rides and the turtle talks with Crush, and uh, so... It, it is nice to be able to have that where you can relax and enjoy uh, some of the details that you may miss when you're trucking around with the stroller uh, trying to make sure that you get to every uh, princess and little kid ride possible. Yeah, it, it just changes the whole dynamic. And um, it's amazing how we, at the end of the day, we'll feel like, wow, we did every attraction. But then you start doing the math like, oh, yeah, we didn't do every attraction. We just did every attraction we wanted to do there wasn't anybody else's opinion other than uh my wife and i's and it's gonna be honest that's the only opinions that matter were you riding dumbo on your honeymoon um on our honeymoon no because that was that was when it was dumbo or die at rope drop and we had bigger fish to fry um we did however on her 30th birthday um we had like a just an evening in the park the day we arrived we went and did Dumbo for our very first ride, and we FaceTimed back to the kids because they told us that they wanted us to. So that was our FaceTime for the day. Was We rode Dumbo, turned the camera around. They all sat there with an iPad and acted like they were watching. I would just think as a kid, like, Mom, Dad, you are mean. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that sounds but, awful to do. So we did ride Dumbo um, on our the princess half. I don't think we did any... I, we didn't do Dumbo or Triceratops spin. We 
we stuck to the big stuff and the the classic dark rides too. We still will do Peter Pan. Probably won't do Winnie the Pooh. Um, it's kind of where we draw the line. That sort of difference. Well, and the other thing that I like uh, is that you get to eat at more upscale restaurants a little bit. You can splurge a little bit more. Um, you don't have to do a character meal, which I do recommend when you go uh, with your spouse or even if you go by yourself. It's kind of fun to interact with characters nonetheless. But you can do some of these more adult-themed uh, restaurants, and, and there are some that actually offer alcohol and adult beverages, and you can partake in those kid-free and do a little R&R in the park. Yeah, there's a ton of dining that is geared towards adults. Um, like, if you want to go all the way total upscale, you got Victorian Alberts at the Grand Floridian. That's that's the top notch, and I'm pretty sure you can't even take kids there, so you have to be kids free. Um, some things that I would recommend without kids would be like Le Cellier in Canada. Um, my kids, yeah, they'd be fine eating off the menu, but it's a small restaurant, kind of intimate atmosphere. I wouldn't want my children sitting next to a couple that's on their honeymoon or an anniversary trip or that sort of thing. I'd feel like I'm ruining it for others. Um, another restaurant that I think would be good without kids is like Sanaa where you get a little more ethnic foods, kind of experimenting a little bit more. However, at the same time, Disney's ethnic foods are a touch watered down. They're not extreme. So like we have eaten at um, – in Japan at the restaurants that you know with the kids so that they can experience more so I'm not saying to avoid these but there's some great places without kids um oh the Yachtsman Steakhouse would be another great one uh, without kids you get a nice big old steak and you can even venture into the Swan and Dolphin have a lot more adult only type of dining compared to the others they're not on the dining plan However, if it's just two adults, the odds of you doing the dining plan, if you did the math, are not very good. So that's one. Uh, anywhere in those, they got some sushi places and others. California Grill is a great place to go without kids. You can have a late reservation, time it with the fireworks. Um, I don't know if I'd want my kids eating that late of dinner and then trying to get them in bed. Even if I was staying in a contemporary, I don't think I'd book California Grill for firework time with my kids. Yeah, you, I mean, you named a few in Epcot uh, that are hugely popular, like Les Celliers, uh, the steakhouse in Canada, I agree, is one that you don't want to take kids to. It's one of the more expensive steakhouses in Ep- Epcot, and uh, uh, yeah, do you really want to take your kid there? They don't. They would rather go down to Norway and eat with the princesses. So, uh, But yeah, we did, uh, I believe, the Tepen Ido up in Japan mm-hmm. we've done there where they cook the food in front of you and which is fun for kids but again is pricey and so when you go as adult only you can splurge a little bit on some of those uh, grander meals but yeah there's so many in Epcot uh, that are on our bucket list that we're just kind of waiting to even do uh, maybe a, a wine uh, wine and food festival or, or the garden expo at Epcot to be able to do some of those uh, without kids we'll just drop our kids off at your house um, well, we'll see about that. All right. We'll discuss that later. We, uh, when we went our last trip without kids, we, we ate, we didn't do sit down meals. We kind of snacked a lot. Uh, we did the Cellier. This was when we did, uh, the princess, but there was one day we snacked around the world. A lot of people drink around the world. Well, I like chocolate. So we snacked around the world 
And uh, we didn't eat lunch or dinner that day. We just ate like caramel apples and like various other things like macaroons and crepes. And I think nachos was the closest thing to real food we ate that entire day. But that's something you can do that that's tough to do with kids. Like they'd be so hyped up on sugar and then they'd probably crash at about America. And then you'd have to watch um, the the show and then they'd just be asleep. Uh, yeah, snacking around the world would not work with children. So that's something else that you can do with adults only and drinking around the world. That's extremely popular. Um, yeah, they even have, they have cards though. now that you can get uh, signed and punched and, and it's the around yeah. the world card. So There's a wine passport list and yep. all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. and, and that's all themed towards adults, and most people don't even mm-hmm. know that stuff exists uh, yep. because we go with kids so often. Uh, the one thing, though, is there you, you go to some of these resorts, and you see kids everywhere. And when you're on your honeymoon, you don't really re- want to be around a ton of kids. So what do you recommend for some of the resorts that uh, are maybe still kid-free friendly for families but more geared to uh, adults? All right, well... Let's look at this. We'll kind of pick a couple from each category. Um, if we're going to do a value resort, say you're going to spend all your time in the parks, want to save that money for the food or for Disney Springs, and don't really care where you're sleeping. A value resort's probably the toughest one to find a little bit of separation from all the families. I would think Pop Century would be my choice. Definitely avoid the All Stars. There's so many groups and like cheerleaders and football players, and that. Yeah, the All Stars can get crazy. Art of animation, um, you know, as much as I love it, there's going to be just kid after kid after kid. And the cool thing about Pop Century is it's got a great food court, um, very centralized busing, uh, quick busing. And if you want a little bit different atmosphere for your food court, you can walk across the bridge over to Art of Animation. So it's kind of like a two-for-one as far as amenities, the way that we feel. When we've stayed at Art of Animation or Pop We've walked across the bridge to the other food court a couple times. So that's kind of nice. They have very different menus at the two food courts. So that's nice as an adult. You can look up the menus online and go back and forth. For the moderates, I think we've both mentioned before our favorite moderate is Port Orleans Riverside, right? I I think – and it's got a I, I fun, uh, and, and is it Yeehaw Bob, I believe? Yeah. Yeehaw Bob. Uh, Bob is... That's a great adult. I mean, yeah, there's mm-hmm. some kids there, but another great adult little bar show that they have within yep. the resort. Yeehaw Bob is fabulous to watch and a lot of fun. Um, it's a neat atmosphere. However, if I go an adult only or stay in moderate, I'd probably do Coronado Springs. It's what my wife, when she's describing it to clients, says it's like a moderate plus. So it's got a little nicer touches. It's like they're trying to be in a deluxe at moderate sizing and pricing. Um, it's got a huge convention space, so there's a lot of convention people there, which cuts down on the families. So a That's lot a of really good tip. Yeah, a lot of families don't like it because they go to the lobby and there's all these people walking around in suits. So um, Coronado Springs would be my moderate choice. Um, then for deluxes, there's several ways to go. There's cheaper deluxes. There's more expensive deluxes. For going all out, if you're Budget's not an option. I would do the Polynesian. You um, wouldn't do the Grand Floridian. No, I would do the Polynesian. It's especially if you're like honeymoon or anniversary trip. It's got that more tropical feel. The setting is just it like takes you away. 
you don't feel like you're in a theme park area you don't it's just totally it takes you away um that's what i liked about the polynesian now if you're doing the lower end of the deluxes it those are either wilderness lodge or animal kingdom lodge they only sleep four in a room they're a little bit cheaper um right now wilderness lodge has a whole bunch of construction going on but in the future i think wilderness lodge once the construction's over would still be the choice just because animal kingdom lodge gets a ton of families um because kids really like to look at giraffes out the window yep and that's one of the reasons why we want to stay there uh it's is definitely because we want our kids actually more i want to wake up and look at a giraffe and animals out the window so i i don't know i wouldn't really recommend animal kingdom i know a lot of families that stay there uh same with the contemporary with mickey's kitchen and it's really geared towards uh families they have some really cool pools and stuff like that but yeah i i like the polynesian and then also grand floridian for uh kind of that old school kind of that old money feel to mm-hmm. it uh definitely been on our bucket list to stay there uh hopefully kid free sometime we we stay kid free at beach club and you know that one out of all the deluxes that's probably one of the more kid friendly ones because the pool is just massive it's a, a water park unto itself but um you know we didn't have a problem with kids or anything like that maybe it's because we're used to kids used to being around them but we didn't have notice like beach club wasn't like overrun with children by any means but i think if you stay at all-star sports you will be a little bit like oh my gosh there's kids everywhere they're so loud yeah well and one thing that i really like because uh, a lot of people are like well i can't i can't really have a kid free day it just doesn't work with our family situation we got to take our kids uh we're never going to do disney without kids well here's the neat thing Disney has a lot of options uh, for child care. They do the pirate excursions, about four or five mm-hmm. of the resorts. You just pay and your kids get to be a pirate all day. Uh, and I've heard great things from that. A few of them have kind of, I would say, a nursery, but more like a play area within a few, uh, three of the resorts, even though a couple of them are DVC property, uh, that your kids can go to during the day and you can go um, have Disney to yourself. And I'm also, we're also blessed that this last trip, uh, my uh, wife's cousin is a flight attendant, flew down and watched our kids for two days. So we had some time at the parks alone. So uh, one of the benefits, maybe you spend a little extra money and bring an aunt or an uncle or a good friend to a hangout at the resorts. Uh, your kids usually won't mind because the resorts are still plenty entertaining and you get to have uh, that day at one of the parks, just you guys. Yeah, the child care facilities, you know, if you have to take your kids, you can still have your, your whole evening free to do California Grill or to do Victorian Alberts. The The deluxe resorts have the child care centers in them, um, and the kids love them. My kids have never gone, but we have had some people tell us that our kids didn't want to leave, and they had to kind of drag them out. So it's similar to the cruise line, but you have to pay to put them in there. Um, there are some online services out there that you can get babysitters that come to your resort. Um, that's a that's kind of a personal preference thing on hiring someone you've never met to come watch your children in a hotel room in Florida. But uh, sounds sketchy when you say that out loud. But I know they exist, and I know that 
there's like Better Business Bureau ratings and stuff like that for them too. Yeah, we actually looked into it and there we contacted one and just was uh, referred really well and had a really positive rating. So, you know, there are people out there that understand that some adults want to have that adult time and get away from their kids just for a little bit. Uh, kind of rekindle the marriage, I guess, at Disney World. So, yeah, there's some definitely great services if you want to look into them. Uh, you can find a bunch online that are geared towards that, and you can have the opportunity to interview the person, talk to the person, especially if your kids are a little bit older. Uh, it's a good option to go if you still want to go to one of the parks uh, or even just eat out at one of the restaurants, adults uh, only. One of the other things that if you have to be there with kids – um, or an adult-only strip that we didn't mention before that you can do is some of the tours. Um, some of the tours around Disney have uh, age limits, and so you can't do them with your children. Or I've heard other people say like the behind-the-scenes type of tours, they don't want to take those kid, their kids on it because it ruins the magic. I don't know if seeing a utilidor underneath the Magic Kingdom is going to ruin the magic for a 10-year-old. I'm pretty sure most 10-year-olds have figured out there's a person in the suit for Mickey. But, you know, some of them have age requirements of like 16 or 18, too, for some of those tours. So that's a great thing to do on your adult-only trip as well. Yep, it's been on a bucket list of mine to do some of those uh, walking tours that they have all behind the scenes showing the history. Uh, and, and it's one of those things a lot of people don't even realize Disney offers. But almost every one of the parks has a behind-the-scenes tour. They can be as short as two hours, as long as eight hours, about an all-day trip. Uh, and you really get a thorough experience of uh, one of the parks. Yeah, Michelle did the In Walt's Footsteps out at Disneyland, and she thought that was really great, getting to see kind of how Walt influenced this area of the park and that area of the park and how it's changed since or how it hasn't changed since in Disneyland. And Disney World has some similar things. Of course, it can't have a In Walt's Footsteps tour. They have one like Keys to the Kingdom where you really get an in-depth look behind the scenes. Um, and that's something that'd be fun to do, adults only. Another thing with adults only is um, we're going to travel with a group in January, some other adults. So it won't just be my wife and I. There's some other people that are crazy enough about Disney to go without their children. So that will be fun. Um, you know, we'll have dinners planned and things like that where we meet up and, you know, probably won't spend all our time together, but hit a lot of the different stuff but that's for run disney that's for star wars half marathon in january out in california are you gonna be running in that one i i will be running the 10k and the half marathon um as my training has dictated so far i might be walking it all so i need to get off my rear and get to work in the in the gym but uh I got till January. I'll just keep saying that till December. I got till January. I got till tomorrow. Well, don't do what I did. My uh, half marathon story is I decided to run the night before and didn't really train, and I I hurt my knee and uh, haven't been able to run long distance since. So train a little bit. Don't don't well, do what Derek does. I uh, I plan on training a lot so that I can enjoy the park thoroughly. Um, for the princess, I thought I trained pretty hard. I was in pretty good shape. Um, but it was 90 some degrees in February there at 6 a.m. It was so unseasonably hot and humid. It was nuts. So there was people passing out left and right because nobody had trained in that. And we came from, there was snow on the ground when we left. Well, so, we're, 
we're going to do a whole store uh, show on Run Disney and all the events because it amazes me. It just started as a couple events, and now there's a ton of them. But that is a future show topic. And, of course, when you guys are out doing your Run Disney events, we are going to keep our Facebook and Twitter going with uh, yeah. pictures and a lot of fun things. And we want to hear from you. We also feel free. We'll, our question of this week will be, what are your favorite adult-only activities at Disney World, and uh, please let us know what you think, whether it be an awesome restaurant or a ride that you like to do. Um, if you are the adults that love to do Dumbo, uh, that's cool too. What do you like to do without your kids? So, Doug, let me ask you, what is your favorite thing to do without kids? Oh, man. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, most days, it would be take a nap. That would be the ideal thing take to do without my Disney children. World. No, you can't do that without kids. I, uh, you know, the things that I like the most without my kids, I kind of like the most with them. I, I am a sucker for the Jungle Cruise. I'll go on that with or without children. I also really like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Same thing. So when I said I'm a kid at heart, I, I think it's true. I, my kids go on the roller coasters. I don't. So, um, yeah, I'm going to snack more. There we go. I'm going to snack more without my kids because I don't have to share and I don't have to explain why I get a Dole Whip and they don't because they had one yesterday. Dad gets one every day, guys. Sorry. There you go. I snack without my kids. See, we, we like the thrill rides. My kids are both uh, – they're tiny. They're toddlers. They can't do any of the roller coasters or any of the rides. So that's what my wife and I like to do. We'll do all the – uh, we'll do all the roller coasters, and you know, if we ever go together, we'll let you snack with our kids, and we'll ride the roller coasters. How about that? I never said I'm snacking with kids. Uh, I just snack in front of them. I don't. I don't like explaining. Like so I just tell them sorry. I get a snack. You don't. But now they they go on their thrill rides, and I might find accidentally check the Dole Whip line. I'm gonna be honest. It's an accident total accident yep i accidentally got in line and bought this mickey ice cream bar sorry kids it fell in my hands guys all i have left is a stick so uh but yeah we want to hear from you guys of what you like to do uh adults only at disney world and if you ever have uh and i um and if you ever have a question or have a desire to do a trip like that, please contact our favorite travel agent, Michelle McKnight at MEI Travel. You can find her through our own Facebook or Twitter. We'll put you in touch. She is amazing to work with and uh, is, helps definitely can help you plan uh, child care or adult-only trips, uh, whether it be your honeymoon, anniversary, or if you just want to get away and do the parks, just you by yourself, uh, which I've heard a lot of people do, something that I would love to do just one time, just one park all by myself um, and do only what and do what I do. But that'd be a whole different show topic, of course. But mm-hmm. And thank you, of course, for listening to Rope Drop Radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, please answer our question of the day. And again, for Doug, I'm Derek. Thank you for listening.